Alrighty, hi guys, welcome to another episode of this podcast. I know it's been a while, hasn't it? It's probably been like two weeks. Yeah, it has been. And I'm sorry for that, it's just some stuff happened and I'm not going to go into stuff. But yeah, just some stuff happened. Anyways, the topic for today will be some murder cases, some that were recommended to me by you guys specifically. So, yeah. I'm gonna just do the ones you guys asked for. Starting off with the prom night murders. Now there's... I'm gonna go... Like, this person has already been... Um, convicted of four murders. But it's still an ongoing case because of this new... Not a new podcast, but it's just like a podcast that brought some more info into light. And a new theory that someone else some like other people could have been the killers so yeah but yeah the prom night murders the killer is supposed to be jeff healy murdered the mur- <laughs> i said that murdered her <laughs> the murdered that night was reverend robert but peely reverend robert peely if i say that wrong i'm sorry but his nickname is bob so we're just gonna call him bob Don Peely and Don Peely's daughter, six-year-old Jolene and eight-year-old Janelle. So yeah, there's other fam- other family that survived that night, which was Jeff Peely's stepsister Jessica. She was out for a sleepover that night, and Jeff's biological sister Jackie. She was out of town that night. This took up. This all took place on Saturday, April 29th, 1989, in Lakewood, Indiana. Prom night at LaVille High School. Now, let's put a little bit of backstory into this. So, why we think this person is the reason. Why we think, why most people think he's a murderer. Honestly, in my personal so I'm like damn that's crazy I would never I would never think that's why and that's coming from someone who never got a prom so I'm like eh it's not that big of a deal anyways but weeks weeks before prom Jeff Peely was caught stealing CDs and money from a nearby home now that's the backstory to that and why it would cause like it's kind of what's coming up next now jeff peely was grounded by bob peely you know his dad jeff couldn't go to the prom without his dad taking him couldn't go to dinner before prom and couldn't go to the after prom he basically couldn't go anywhere be with his without his dad and that's why most people think it was him because it was the anger of embarrassment just you know just anger and embarrassment now this case it was it's basically a cold case no evidence was brought to light when the, this person was convicted but this new prosecu- prosecutor was decided to charge jeff peely in 2002 for four murders of bob don Jolene and Janelle Peely. 
2002, Jeff Peely now has a son, is married, and has a successful career. Now let's bring into the reasons why we think. I've already given the backstory, so that's why the main reason that's what people think. They think just because of the anger of not being able to go to prom. Or like not being able to do stuff freely in prom. That's why they think. But I'll be right back because I'm going to read my notes. We'll be right back in a second. Okay, I'm back. You didn't even notice I was gone, huh? Anyways, um, so yeah. The prosecutor, the way they, their evidence from what they, why the reason they thought Jeff Peely was the murderer to this case was because he had a 30 minute time frame. So roughly around 5 o'clock, a lot of stuff was happening around the Peely's house. People were going, people going in and out, showing tuxedos to Bob Peely, you know, Reverend Bob Peely, you know. But it was clear that by 5.30, by 5.30, no other guests were in the house. And the house was tied as a drum and locked up. And, the, and Jeff's car was gone out of the driveway. So it was very clear to the prosecutor that the murders happened from 5 through 5.20. 20 minute time frame. To me, I think that's very, I'm like, damn. If that was true, that's very... I would be able to do that in 20 minutes. Not saying I would do that. I'm just saying 20 minutes. I would be thinking a lot. But... that's who they thought who did it they never found any of the the murder weapons that never came up but based on the counter on the on a podcast that's going in depth with this because jeff peely is still um fighting for his innocence from what he from what yeah from for his innocence so we don't i don't know what to tell you but you guys can go check out the counter clock podcast it has the new theory or the new claims that reverend robert bob Peely and his possible ties to the south florida drug cartels because they moved from i guess they abruptly moved from florida to indiana and he was supposedly might have been involved in that so you know i would go check that out too if you're like super into this one to me i was in this one i was just like damn this is super crazy because imagine being imagine yeah just imagine i wouldn't and there is you probably heard that i forgot you can hear that but there and also the sister jessica the one who wasn't you know wasn't murdered was just um at a sleepover when this happened she has written a book about her like her story her view on this and what happened after for her I did read a, like of her her interview and I was like, damn, that is so crazy. She lived a pretty rush, pretty rough life. Cause I mean, being 
irreparably don't know what to do, I wouldn't know what to do. Anyways, on to our next case, one of the ones you guys recommended, and that is the Menen- Menendez brothers. I know I couldn't say that for a second, but a very sad case, and it is a very famous case, especially because of TikTok for some reason. Most people knew it from there. When someone recommended this to me, I think they wrote the wrong name. I'm not going to lie to you. Because when I wrote the name they wrote me, it was a different name. So, if you're that person, I'm sorry. But the murder took place on August 20th, 1989. You know, another 1989 case, you know. Murdered was Jose and Mary Kitty Mendez. They were shot to death in their Beverly home, Beverly Hills home. And nearly seven years later, their sons, Lyle and Eric Menendez, were found guilty of their murders and sentenced to life in prison without the, possibi- without the possibility of parole. Now, their bodies were unidentifiable. Like, boy, they, I mean, they were identified, obviously. But they looked like they weren't under... They were very... Gruesome? That was the best way to say Because... From 15 rounds... From... 12... Gauge... Shotguns... Now Jose is a Cuban immigrant... Who rose... Top to be a successful entertainment executive... And... Married... Kitty a beauty pageant queen now Lyle and Eric were 21 and 18 at the time of these killings both Eric and Lyle committed to these murders after years of insufferable sexual abuse at the hands of their father and physical abuse of their mother now, this, to me, this story was honestly really sad. Because, I, I mean, I'm not going to go into depth into what their parents did to them. You guys can go into other, into like other videos for that. But when I saw those videos, I was like, oh, hells no. It's like, damn, they really, really did that. And honestly, in a way, they kind of did deserve it. Not saying they did, but they did. And that's what I'm saying. But... Oh, I'm on the wrong thing. I was on a different thing because I'm like reading on it, but I'm not at the same time. Anyways. But yeah. Jose Menendez was a famous... I guess was kind of famous. He was very rich. So when they both died, the Eric and Lyle both did a bit of spending. Because Jose was worth 14 million at the time of his death, and within six months, the both the brothers spent an estimated 700 thousand of his fortune. Lyle purchased the Rolex, Porsche, and a lot of other stuff. Eric, um, Eric bought a Jeep Wrangler, personal tennis coach. Yeah. Now, the 
the brothers confessed to a therapist so that's how they were both you know they're they didn't confess to the police they confessed to a, ter- to a therapist because in 1989 after getting caught in a string of blur- burglaries eric was required to the court to meet with a therapist named dr jerome uziel the therapist reached out to Eric soon after the murders and began meeting with the younger Menon, Menon his brother, and soon enough, Eric confessed to the killing of his parents. Ozile confided in his mistress, Judalon Smith, who would ultimately play a big part in this case. The therapy sessions continued and Ozile ultimately, bo- ultimately got both Eric and Lyle on tape confessing to the murders. Eric said they'd done it put their mother out of misery while Lyle made it clear they were both in on the crime. But yeah, that's basically how they got not caught because they basically said it. But that is basically how they how it happened. It doesn't really into most of these articles they don't really go into details how they died or how they basically shot them but just know this had many the eyes of many tv places many tv channels at the time this this took place because the trials these trials were national sensations with sordid details because the Trial began in 1993, 1993 and was broadcast on a relatively new cable called Court TV, which is a devoted to turning the legal system into a hybrid entertainment and sporting event. So that's how this case was very famous. Also because they had the... Because Jose was very known in the entertainment circles, so yeah. I was gonna stop it a little later i'm not gonna lie to you and i was gonna go more into depth to this but this is one of those cases where it, you just really gotta look into it on your own because it's stuff i i could talk about but i don't really want to talk about that's the main reason i wouldn't really talk about this because of the because the videos tapes from the tv it shows their it shows what claims their fault what claims they you know they put what their father's what their father did to them to each and what their mother did to each of them so it's not something i should talk about personally but you can go and look into it it's probably on anything you look it up on just look up the men in this brother's case and you should find it but that'll be that'll be it for today. I just wanted to bring light into that, even though I didn't put that much info into this. But at least I put a little bit of info into the other one. But yeah, I'll give you guys for the last three two minutes because I'm trying to keep these at the same times. I'll update you on my life because it's been like two weeks and I haven't really updated you on anything. Um, first of all, the reason why I didn't have um podcast for the last two weeks or wasn't like recording for the last two weeks was because my one of my dogs died i have five i had five dogs one of them passed away recently 
from multiple things she had um she had she just had a lot and she was in a lot of pain so we had to put her down honestly anyone whose animals pet ever had to be put down or like died dramatically my heart goes out to you because it's a different type of death in my opinion i think it's very different because you can't really you don't know if they understand you when you're saying bye you don't know if they understand if they're dying not at least compared to a human so that's why i thought it was a lot different for me at least personally for other people it might be different but for me at least that's why i thought it was harder and to get over and not everyone has the same experience with an animal at least with the the humans you've kind of had the same experience with most people with animals it's just different and just and the whole concept is just different but yeah that was why i wasn't recording i was honestly just very like no this is not happening but she did because it was a girl her name was brownie but she did bring a light to a lot of stuff to me and i was glad to be a part of her journey and i was glad for her to be a part of my journey so yeah it was just something experience i'll tell you that she's right now she's over my head she's in one of my shelves in a cute little white box with the bow and her tag she was very cute but yeah that's what happened and i've another update on my life i take my permit test my written test on monday this following monday i don't know if i'm gonna pass i honestly i've already read the book like four times already like i've like when i tell you i reread the book like so many times i'm like damn oh and i'm getting i feel so happy because i'm getting a few books to myself i got i bought a book it's called uh i want to say serenity or serenify by colleen hoover i think i could be wrong but yeah i bought a book it was like 12 bucks it wasn't that much I was like i should really start reading i have like a little shelf of books and i've already read all those books on up there one of them i can't really read because it's part of the it's part of a series and i'm just waiting for till i get the other books but they're like thick books but yeah and i've also been painting i honestly i want to start a business i know i say that all the time but i really want to start a business i honestly i think i can do it my i've already been told by a lot of people they're like why don't you why don't you sell they're like why don't you like actually had really good paintings but i'm like just it's just a lot it's just because i don't know what what i'm supposed to do with the shipping it's not that i don't want to i want to sell them i just don't know how i'm supposed to ship but anyways yeah that's the end of today i was not expecting to talk a lot about my life for that many minutes but yeah have a nice day go outside I'm about to go outside right now after this. Go outside. Get enough sleep. Eat. Meditate, you know. Do whatever you need. And that is it for today. And bye.